0: Should I interest you in a stamp? Yeah, give me a stamp. Oh. No, give me a purple. Oh, I'm sorry, we haven't any purple ones. I could uh, paint one for you. I don't want a painted one.
1: Person hasn't got any
0: rights in this country anymore. The government even tells you what color stamps you got to buy.
1: live from the stamp show here today mailroom this is the award-winning shit stick this is the award <laughs> 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 okay everybody get it out of your system Everybody, get it. this is the award-winning stamp show here today episode number 317 Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center.
0: Easy for you to say.
1: A nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash. This is Mark. This is Albert. This is Becca. And we're back today from uh, our revisiting of the South Point Buffet. If you're in Las Vegas on Tuesday at noon, come by the South Point Buffet. Uh, we have a stamp collecting lunch there. Uh, today, 12 people were there or 11 people? I think 11. 11 people were there. We talked about stamps and life in the universe and number 42 and everything.
0: Yeah, but tell them to show up at 11.15, not at 12.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, there could be, a there sometimes is a line. And next week, there will probably definitely be a line with Labor Day. And you're probably hearing this on Labor Day. So, that. So, we get emails. So, summon the answer squad. The first one is, Hello, my name is unpronounceable blah, blah, blah. Please, if you are reading this message, I need your help to move $6,480,000 from my bank in Afghanistan to wherever else in the world you are reading this email. My accountant has arranged... Eh, you want to know something? I don't think this is a real email. It, it, it's possible it's not. Eh... He says, I own a private shipping company. Well, if you own a private shipping company and you have $6.5 million in the bank, I don't think you need my help. <laughs> but ooh, we here at Stamp Show here today, $10 for uh, a year, uh, forever membership. So uh, send us 10 bucks. Mark, you have one.
2: I got an email from a customer that's interested in a, uh, in a $2 harding. Uh, which is uh, Scott number 833, um, catalog $16, and I've got a find-a-very-fine copy. I'm selling it for $11.99, but he wants to see a picture of the back.
1: I get these emails all the time yeah. also. And I don't know about you, but for me, I have to pull the stamp out of inventory, have the back scanned, send it to him, then put it back into inventory and there's no you know there's a fairly significant chance that he doesn't even end up buying it after all that is done
2: yeah yeah but
0: i can't blame the customer because uh, um, one of our one of our contributors jeff weidner is collecting the 1954 liberty series and i've seen all the stuff that he got in and before he actually had people send him the backs he was i would say a third of the stuff he was getting was just the, the backs were no good
1: well, then you need to you just return the stuff. I mean, um, eBay has such a great return policy.
0: Yes,
2: but Jeff doesn't like to return anything.
1: Oh, okay, well. well yeah, you, sometimes you, there's
2: a delay because he, he waits, you know, buy stuff and then may wait a couple of months
1: before well, he
0: picks it up. Yeah, well, he, yeah, but that's that's the way Jeff does things. He's it's a like, world
1: traveler. Right. So. Good friend. To, he, he was on the show. If you want to go back, he's the person who uh, took the picture of the... Fellow in Tiananmen Square with the uh, shopping bags in front of the Tank tank, Man. Tank Man, yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of a famous dude. Um, He was on. Did he ever tell the story? Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, you could go back through the archives and find that. But for me. It's a question of price on the scanning of the back of the stamp.
2: Yeah, uh, And that kind of thing, I actually don't scan it. What I'll do is I will just uh, I'll I'll pull the stamp from the inventory, I'll turn it over, and then I'll take a picture with my camera at an oblique angle, so it's not a scan, but it but by uh, by showing the oblique angle and showing the light hitting the hitting the gum. Uh, you get a perspective that you would get if you were like at a stamp show.
1: Is it a never-hinged stamp? Yes. Because when I have people say, "Give me the back of a never-hinged stamp," I usually write back, "It is never hinged. There is nothing. To, there is nothing there."
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically, a never-hinged stamp should be unremarkable. Mark,
0: yeah. it, um, it, Mark, if you're selling a stamp that already has a certificate, and it's the certificate says it's never hinged, do you send them? Do you still send them a camera shot of the back?
1: Oh no. Uh, it
0: it it depends i mean
2: if i'm if i'm going to be selling a stamp for a couple hundred bucks eh, maybe i'll indulge you know um but yeah most often uh you know i'll anticipate like for example if the certificate says something like um never hinge but with a small inclusion um, i'll go ahead and throw in a a photo of the back um, because and actually when you scan an every hinge stamp it really doesn't show anything. The scan shows nothing.
1: A lightly hinged stamp and a never hinged stamp look exactly the same right. in a scan.
2: So that's why I, I I opt to take a photo with the camera instead with the, with oblique lighting because then at least you're you're kind of showing a reflection of what of what you see when you have the stamp in your hand and you're and you're moving it around with your tongs.
1: Yeah, and I'm willing to work to facilitate a $100 sale or a $50 sale. I think a $10 sale just kind of isn't worth the time. For 10 bucks, you have to trust me that I know what Never Hinged means.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would say, um, you know, look at the seller's feedback. Um, you know, if, if if they're 100% feedback and they've been selling on eBay for, for a number of years, um, you should uh, you should try and put your trust in, in, in the uh, yeah. in the dealer instead of kind of, you know, being irritating.
1: Yeah. And read the feedback, because I have... Several negatives, and it's all for mail getting lost. It's never for the stamp being misdescribed. I have zero f- negative feedbacks for uh, stamps being misdescribed. I have 30 or 40 of them where I never got the item. It's like, oh, it, 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 do, play. give the post office the negative, not me.
0: <laughs> what can you do to make the mail more reliable?
1: Uh, Use your own mail. Drive down to their house personally and give them the stamp. Or FedEx. FedEx, yeah, Yeah,
2: there you go. $25 on a $10 sale? Yeah. Well,
0: that is a good guarantee on getting it, and the FedEx stuff is all insured.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but then the very first negative I ever got on eBay, and this was a long, 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 long time ago, I uh, sent a box of stamps, and I didn't use stamps. The person at the post office put a meter on it. Ah, and I got, and it was a box, so it had like 30 items in it. I got 30 negatives one for every single item for sending it in a box without stamps on the box.
0: <laughs> I'd like to understand something that has to do with meters. How come? How come when I get uh, when I get a priority mail, that's paid with stamps? That that many post offices also put a meter for zero
1: zero on it. So they don't have to count it.
2: Uh, yeah, they have to do that because if you just post it with stamps, uh, it gets returned to you. Yeah. Because anything over 13 ounces has to go, has to. Uh, have proof that it visited a clerk
0: okay so it's a security thing
2: right yeah it's it's a it's a well it's a post 9-11 thing because of the
1: um, yeah it happened with 9-11 yeah it happened quite a while ago Aaron L wrote hey hey back to you listen to the SSHT podcast great job everyone and keep up the good work how much would you charge to ID a stamp for me I think it's a counterfeit it's a two cent design number a 140 it appears to be rotary press blah 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 Um, people can feel free to send me or anybody I I don't know if Mark wants to give his email address but uh, basically I give my text number which is 714-278-5633 and you can send me a picture on the cell phone and I love giving my text number because it doesn't clog up my emails. So I'll give you my email address like later, but uh, you can text me. I don't answer the phone. The phone doesn't even ring, but I get all my texts on it. And uh, send me a picture of anything. Uh, for this one, it's a rotary press stamp. And rotary press. If you see a picture of it they kind of look boxier they by look without measuring it you can kind of tell whether it's a rotary press stamp versus a flat plate stamp obviously we can't tell the watermark or anything on it well actually I shouldn't say that because sometimes people will send me pictures of stamps in the watermark fluid and you know confirming watermark what type of watermark it is that's not so much for US stamps but a lot of foreign stamps so uh that's how you do it um he says ps just ordered my book of secrets excited to get it um is there going to be a section on chicken stamps in it i know we have three book of secrets so far and none of them have chicken stamp sections yet
2: right
3: and why not
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) It's an area of concentration which, you know, is lacking in in philately.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we need need to move further into the uh, chicken stamp philately uh, topic before, you know, it's ready for publication. (laughs) And thank you very much. Your book of secrets is in the mail. For people who don't know what the book of secrets is, um, the first one and the second one. The first one tells you how stamps are graded. And that was really sort of the main thing. But it only had like 35 pages to it. So it's a 90-page book, so we put other stuff, how to identify stuff, stamps with interesting stories, stuff like that. That's the first printing, and it's been out of print for a while, so we uh, reprinted it twice so far, but they're in black and white. We didn't uh, do the reprints in color number two is the start of color again talks about grading talks about colors the introduction to color and then it has a whole bunch of other uh stamps in it stories things like that uh book of secrets number three is all about color color varieties. it's how to tell every single significant uh valuable stamp and how to identify the color so uh They're $10, $10, and $15, respectively. Uh, You can uh, go online and buy them. They're on eBay. They're in Amazon. They're all sorts of places. Book of Philatelic Secrets. Dave V. wrote, Hi, I think I heard on your recent podcast that if a buyer claims non-delivery of a stamp and eBay gives them a refund, Then you are also charged, they also charge the seller a $20 service fee. I talked to eBay this morning. I was told the fee does not apply to refunds for items lost or delayed in the mail. It does apply to anything they call a payment dispute, quote unquote, which happens when a buyer files a dispute on their credit card or other services. Thought you might. Want to know to clarify this on a future podcast? We're clarifying it. This is the future podcast,
2: right? <laughs> um, yeah. The, the information I got from the um, uh, from the folks at eBay was that if they have to step in, in other words, if the buyer um, uh, files a claim of non receipt, and, um, and 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 let's say you didn't send the stamp with a tracking number, and your choices as a seller is to just go ahead and refund the buyer or ask the buyer to, to wait a little longer. Well, if you, if you ask the buyer to wait a little longer, and then the buyer says, i waited long enough to himself, and files a, a dispute with eBay where eBay has to step in, that's when the $20 kicks in.
1: Well, th- that's not what this fellow is saying. Right. He, I, and I think what he's saying is, uh, I bought this stamp, it's hinged you sold it is never hinged i want my money back and you say no 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 it's never hinged and then ebay resolves that they charge you the 20 bucks
2: yeah my understanding is that anytime ebay has to has to per, step in physically with a with a live person that, um, that that that's when the that's when the fee kicks in
1: cuz i think he may be correct cuz i had an item that wasn't lost in the mail but was delayed in the mail and It was to Britain. Britain, you're having some really terrible mail service right now. Um, But the person was refunded. eBay didn't charge me $20. And then, of course, the same thing happened. It showed up like four days later. And uh, the person then had to go into PayPal. Well, didn't have to, but I'm very appreciative that he did. Went into PayPal and resent me the payment. So I appreciate not losing the money. But, yeah, I was not charged for mail lost or delayed. Yeah,
2: and that's one thing that, uh, that is nice enough about eBay is that they prohibit you from sharing contact information, but if there's a dispute um, uh, in, involving something like, you know, lost mail, then they actually do allow you to exchange contact information through their eBay messaging service. Yep.
1: Regarding episode number 315, The comment that the collectibles area of eBay is tolerated. I think not because eBay is making lots of enhancements to this area, such as the eBay envelope with tracking shipping options for stamps, baseball cards, etc., to the collection beta feature for baseball cards. I did i misunderstand the statement you were making on the show i see the collectibles area of ebay growing definitely curious to hear what areas of ebay are being emphasized if collectibles are being de-emphasized um i don't think they're de-emphasizing it but i think it is a not as profitable profit center for ebay
2: yeah, if you've ever attended an eBay open or or, or an eBay you know type convention, um, early on um, they would have eBay would have um, you know booths set up for uh, you know stamp collecting and booths set up for coins and booths set up for you know different areas of of of, of items that people sell on eBay, um, and this was like you know 10, 15 years ago. Um, today, if you go to an eBay open. Um, if there is a booth at all there is a single booth for all of collectibles on all of eBay the main portion of eBay is now um, uh, clothing and uh, and and items that you know basically uh, uh, items that you would buy on Amazon that eBay is trying to to you know get into that market
1: I saw the same thing I went to a uh, eBay a seller sort of, educational program they didn't mention collectibles at all yeah they mentioned buying stuff on clearance and then putting it on ebay uh things is well one of the things that i actually remembered because i saw this is they had these really large floodlight uh curly bulbs you know fluorescent uh, the compact fluorescent bulbs and it was at home depot And they were blowing them out they said we're not carrying these anymore and i saw them there and they were priced at twenty dollars marked down to three dollars because they wanted to get rid of them and a person they told the story where a person went to like four home depots bought them all put them on ebay and instead of charging twenty dollars charged fifteen dollars and just was doing a massively great business and they said, "This is what you you know. This is what eBay is for. This is how to make money. Stuff like that. You know. They didn't mention at all going and buying a stamp collection and piecing it out on right. EBay.
2: Yeah. I, I, it's not so much that collectibles are de-emphasized. It's that the other items are so much more emphasized now that they that they relegate collectibles to to uh, you know a much lower uh, position.
0: Kind of like the caboose on a train, huh? Yeah." <laughs>
1: Last email, listened to the latest podcast on my way to work this morning and enjoyed it. Thank you. We enjoy making them. Afterwards, I went to the USPS website and ordered some forever stamps, including one of the droid sheets, to lock in my 7% quote-unquote profit when the rate goes up at the end of the month. I did the same thing.
2: Yep, me too. I bought a bunch of stamps just recently um, before the rate went up.
1: Yeah, so. I... I bought probably a year and a half's worth of stamps, $1,000 worth of stamps. And uh, half of them were droid sheets, and the other half were raven stamps. Yeah. So I bought 500 bucks worth of each. Funny thing, um, when I was there, you know, I was talking. I ordered them from Kansas City. I assume you did the same. Yeah, the stamp cave, yeah. Yeah, the stamp cave. And uh, just off the back, I said, hey, you know, uh, you have any uncut press sheets? Totally expecting him to say, What are you an idiot? Of course we don't <laughs> And instead he said, Yeah, we have two left. And go, which ones? He goes, the backyard, uh, sports and the um what was the other one? Uh Missouri. The Missouri and the backyard sports. They said, Okay, give me five of each one of those. I totally didn't expect anything because, you know, they, we, we had to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to right. order these. And these were just like on normal sales. So either they are increasing their press run or these were just uh, kind of unpopular. Funny thing, though, is uh, usually, and you, correct me if you've ever gotten this, but um, usually we order the press sheets and they come rolled up in a tube. Mm-hmm. These were shipped flat. And it was like I got this three foot by three foot cardboard envelope. This <laughs> huge, huge envelope. Uh, and I go, what the heck is that? And I opened it up and they were mounted, corner mounted, onto these big gigantic pieces of cardboard. And I went, Whoa, <laughs> you know, this is huge. You know, so uh that's something different.
2: Yeah, I wonder if those were set aside, you know, and and used for display or some reason, and then they just shipped them as is.
1: Could have been because it was weird that, you know, I you always expect the tube.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
1: then you counterfold them so that they don't curl as much. And these were shipped flat, which was rather interesting.
0: Now, I I've never ordered a press sheet because I don't have much interest in modern postage,
2: but are they just charging you just the postage rate?
1: Yeah, 55 cents a stamp.
2: Eh, fifty-eight now, but um, yeah. as of a, yesterday, it's a dollar eighty-five, I believe, per order.
1: Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. They put it up. Oh. Um, it's two dollars and five two dollars and forty-five uh, cents if it's over $100, oh, so it's a hundred dollars. So it's just
0: a handling charge. Yeah, it's just. Okay, that's not that's not unreasonable.
1: Oh, I mean, two dollars and forty-five cents for just massive amounts of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they spent more than that on the cardboard. Yeah.
3: I invested in Stamps for the same reason with the prices going up, but it's always good to hear that our uh, subscribers take our advice, and I hope it works out great for Bob.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, 7%. And, you know, I, I recorded another podcast where I had two more emails, and I don't know whether you're going to hear it before this one or after this one. But uh, it was basically, you know, what's going on with inflation. And it is my opinion that there is no way we do not have a postal increase in January. We always get a postal increase in January. And even though they increased the rate by, well, uh, what was it, 7% or 8% or whatever? Yeah. Inflation, inflation right now, is it? and we're only through eight months out of the year. I mean, in a couple days, they will come out with the August inflation numbers. And on the podcast after that, we're going to discuss it because, again, it isn't – the reason why I talk about it is it isn't that you want to invest in stamps. It's that you want to buy stamps that are going to preserve their value. You want to accumulate wealth. You don't want to buy something for $900 and have it go to $500, which is actually $400. If, If you had bought an average $900 stamp at the height of the market, at the end of the inflation cycle, it would have been worth $400. People who listen to this podcast are going to go, I remember listening to the podcast. I'm not going to do that. And uh, you will have uh, paid for, I guess, if you send us your $10 membership, you will have paid your $10. You would have gotten $10 worth of information. Yep. Which, by the way, we are um, an APS affiliate. We have a whole bunch of members, but they kind of require us to get 27, and I have no idea why it's twenty-seven. They uh, require us to get about 27 new members every year. And during COVID, we way blew past that. But next year, can people please join us so that the APS can uh, keep us uh, on their good (laughs) rolls? Yes. (laughs) Anything else? Nothing at all.
0: You want to talk (laughs) about the Las Vegas show that's coming up in September, or is that
1: Oh, no, no, no. That would be fantastic. Uh, We are having a Las Vegas show. We have been having a small local show in Las Vegas for the last year and a half. This is the big Las Vegas show. We're having it at the Orleans Hotel, which is just on the other side of the freeway from this uh, strip. It is going to be a large show. We have at least, it looks like 15 national dealers. We're going to have all the local people. Mark, are you going to get a table there?
2: Uh, I will go there to buy. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I'll be there. I'll have a table. Stamp show here today, you'll have a table. And uh, I'll look s- at your
2: material and scoff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is way overpriced. Actually, what I was going to do is. I don't know. So I'm sure that you do the same thing. And Becca, you probably have it also is you get you buy stuff and then you have extras where it's like more than you wanted. Definitely. And so I throw everything into a banker's box and then I blow out the banker's box. And so I'll have like four banker's boxes for like 100 bucks each. And uh, actually, I'll price them at $125 each. And then a person says, "Ah, oh, this isn't worth $125. I'll give you 100 And then I'll scratch my chin and go, oh, I don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> or you could just walk up and say, hey, I listened to the podcast. I know the box is 100 bucks." right? <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm going to have some. And, and there's going to be good stuff in them. I mean, it's just stuff that... I don't want to work on you know I've played with and played with and played with and now I'm done playing with it so it goes off to the next home but uh, yeah I'm going to have several of those boxes Jim Forty is going to be there he's going to have a ton of old stamp collections that you can go with there and negotiate with him bid him down whatever his prices are just just uh, offer him half and say cash told me to offer you half right I appreciate
2: <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs>
1: Let's see. Supposedly, uh, Gary Posner and Bobby Prager are going to be there. Um, Mark Easter said he may be there also. Uh, One of the big things is, you know, a lot of people like just getting to Las Vegas. So it's a way to write off a good trip. Yeah.
0: And the room rates are very reasonable for the first two days.
1: Oh, I couldn't believe it. Um, Okay. So this is for the show special. And the show special expired yesterday. So I don't know what it is today. But the rooms were $39 for a night. Now, after the sign, uh, the period, it's probably $39, but they tack on the uh, resort fee. So it'll be like $39 plus another $12 or $14 or something they charge you to go to the swimming pool. Um, but it's still incredibly cheap. Yeah. Incredibly cheap. So yeah, uh, let's see. September 23rd to 25th. Actually, I'm sorry, 24th to 26th. uh, Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, We will be listed in Lynn's Magazine, the APS. Uh, Let's mention it here on the podcast. Oh, we just did.
0: Won't we be sending out a mailing like we do with our normal shows?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely and then after that we'll go back to uh, our little local show every month or excuse me every two months
0: how is that how is that construction uh, that to increase the number of dealers at our small show
1: by thanksgiving yep yes yeah, so, so we'll have we'll go from uh, seven dealers to about 12 so we'll have four more dealers and yep. they won't be clubs they'll be like actual dealers with yeah. actual i i it's interesting i have four three people plus another one who are begging me for tables. And I go, We've, the people who we have show up always do very well. They don't want to give up their tables. So <laughs> the only way we can get more dealers is to actually bring more tables into the room. And with this larger facility, we'll be able to do that. Yep, if you're in Las Vegas, there's, uh, we'll have the stamp shows. Like I said, they're, they're about every two months. And, and, but they don't go over the uh, summertime because it's too hot well I guess that's it
3: need your help nothing on the internet is free including our phone and internet connections so you can support the podcast by joining the stamp show here today club the cost is $10 for a lifetime membership please include your APS member number as we are an APS affiliated club your support is greatly appreciated our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive Suite 6 in Las Vegas Nevada 89120
1: You left out the word glorious. Fabulous.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't put that on the letter. Oh.
1: Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go.
2: If this Silkman was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time. <laughs>
3: You can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting.
1: Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.